field. The field. It's covered with blood. Blood? That was sick. When the other rabbits hear of Fiverr's vision, do they believe him? Why should we care? Because the rabbits are us, Donnie. Why should I mourn for a rabbit like it was human? Are you saying that the death of one species is less tragic than another? Of course. A rabbit's not like us. You know, it has no history books, no photographs, no knowledge of sorrow or regret. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, Miss Bomber. I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, I like rabbits and all. They're cute and they're horny. And if you're cute and you're horny, then you're probably happy that you don't know who you are or why you're even alive. And you just want to have sex as many times as possible before you die. I, mean, I just don't see the point in crying over a dead rabbit. You know, who, who never even feared death to begin with. You're wrong. These rabbits can talk. They're the product of the author's imagination, and he cares for them, so we care for them. Otherwise, we've just missed the point. But aren't we forgetting about the miracle of storytelling? The day ex machina, the god machine? That's what saved the rabbits. would save the rabbits uh hello everybody welcome to the sewers of brooklyn what the hell the field. sorry i got a field. sometimes there's there's issues with uh podcasting live that was from donnie darko and i had it on loop much like i have my beers tonight so let's <laughs> brooklyn new york episode 248 11 o'clock at night on a wednesday Nine sixteen twenty twenty. Nine sixteen. And tonight, I figured I figured we'd uh, do something um, a little prematurely tonight. And I don't I don't mean you guys are disgusting. I'm talking about uh, Halloween stories. I think we should extend Halloween into September. I think we deserved it. I think it's actually been extended all the way to March. I think that's when everybody started wearing masks because they were scared that their uh, death was going to come get them. So I want to say Halloween's been going on since March this year. And, you know, why not extend it uh, more? And the best, one of the best parts about Halloween it's pro- probably the stories, the spooky, doopy, scary, scary, wary stories. It's been a, it's been like a bad Halloween, not like one of the good, fun Halloweens. It's like we've all been uh, attacked by the same giant creature. It was like Cthulhu attacked us this year. Maybe Cthulhu. Oh. All hail Cthulhu. 
I hold you in my heart, and when I think about you, it makes me want to f- drink a beer. So I figured we'd, we'd talk about stories tonight. And when I was thinking about scary stories and personal stuff, the, the main thing that came to my mind, uh, I'd hate to even say the word, it's a, <sighs> printers. I think printers bring dread to my heart. I think those are the, the one of the scariest things in uh, technology. It's, it's something you can't get away from, it's something you kind of need. It's, I think, printers. And no, not the the typical. Oh, you know, the ink is so is so expensive. They sell you the printer, and uh, basically they're they're hooking you to the ink. That's that is kind of that's like the main spooky thing. But you know, there's I have I made like a a long list of shit that I hate about printers, and I'm going to be going over that tonight. But yes, it, the the I'll I'll mention it now. Yes, the printer ink is market is a scam. But there's even more scams involved that I don't even think people look at. I don't think that we have to expose this printer market. Maybe I could get the dark sewer scientist to make a change. We'll we'll find out. I don't know. But yeah, I, I went, fuck it. It's Halloween, everybody. It, tonight it's it's October thirty first tonight, twenty twenty, probably for the rest of the year. So let's just call it that. Uh, a, sp- a spade, a spade. Why why do why do spades always get picked on? Why don't they say call a diamond a diamond or a heart a heart or a... why? Wonder where that saying came from. Maybe we could uh do an episode of uh, origins of things and stuff on, on, on cool sayings. Spades are shady. And it's true. One time I saw a spade walking down the street and I was like, holy shit. There's no light touching him at all. He's completely 100% in the shade. Okay. We should, uh, I think, uh, well, the spade on the card is a shovel, right? There's not like a, there's not a, um, it's not like a seasoning, right? Like you can't get a spade on your spaghetti, right? I'll have my spaghetti with, get some, get the waiter over here, put some spade on there, just cut that up. It doesn't really look like a, a shovel on the, on the card though. Now I'm, I'm going way off course here. Where, where, let's get back to the point of tonight. Episode 248. We're going to have some spooky stories. If you have a spooky story, you could call in at 917-719-5923. You could leave me a spooky story in the voicemail, or you could talk to me live. Not yet. I know all all those kids are out there with their telephones out, and they're ready to hit the little buttons on that. They probably got me on speed dial. It's probably just like a picture of me naked in the shower or something. And Click that and call the show. This kid's got crazy technology today, but if you want to talk to me live, you got to wait. It's not happening just yet. We do have music tonight. That's what, that's a big uh, a part of the show is um, the spreading of uh, sound waves. 
I like to do it. And I think we should all share sound waves. Luckily, on SoundCloud, I could find music that is CC BY, which means it's free to play. And I've only been stung a couple times. This one's a jacket with Skyline Heart.
Well, welcome back to Nick the Rat Radio, everybody. <clears throat> I also have some really sad, sad news to report. This is, this might come as a uh, shocking revelation, but uh, I'd hate to even. I don't hold on. I need to take a drink. I don't think I could say this on on uh, online. This might be too shocking for everybody. All right, here I go. This might take a little bit to explain, but I have to say it. Now, if you don't agree with this, that's fine. You know, we all have uh, space for our own opinion. But this is... Guys, I think, I think I'm a globalist. I think, I think we need a, a, a one-world login uh, bank account. I think it needs to all be uh, public, though. See, look. I've been, I always said that if you want society to exist, there needs to be no privacy. Now, you might be saying, oh, globalist, this guy wants to enslave the world. He wants to enslave us. He wants, but I want everybody's information, uh, their, their net worth and a social ranking. And the social ranking, if you rank them, you have to have your name, uh, put on it as well. But it has to be 100% open like everybody needs to have this it is like china but imagine if you were able to look at a president uh president china man i don't know who the president of china is right is it mao but you'd be able to see his net worth and his uh social score as well so yes, I think I I always thought that to have a society work, you would need uh <laughs> to have a completely zero privacy. There needs to be zero privacy. But I think uh it's Xi Jinping. I don't know Winnie the Pooh. Come on, guys, you're gonna get me thrown in jail by Disney freaks. Look, I know it's uh it's, it's shocking, and I I think it would uh um. I think it would make uh, the world evolve into a different creature really quickly. There would be a lot of social changes happening. If if everyone knew your net worth and if you had a social rating, that system that was completely open. So if I gave you like two stars, you would know that I gave you two stars. Now, this sounds like a dystopian nightmare. Also, you would need a bracelet so you wouldn't be able to leave your house unless you had the bracelet on. Because there would be tracking of everybody's location as well. But everybody's location. Uh, yeah, so let's listen to a voicemail. 917-719-5923. I didn't hear shit. Did anybody hear that? I'm going to say nobody heard that. Okay, let's uh, try to get this voicemail to work. Unless maybe this person just let me a blank voicemail. I'm going to guess it's a blank voicemail. Let's try one that's not blank. Hey, Nick. Um, here it is, almost 2 a.m. Uh, Eastern time. And I'm asleep, naked, thinking of you. And I've got your screen playing. Yeah. You're doing the whole Christmas episode thing or whatever, and you played a goddamn doorbell noise, 
I'm deep asleep, and I hear a fucking doorbell ring. I'm too out of it. I wake up like, holy fuck. Again, I'm naked, and I walk down the stairs, about to open the door and yell, What? Fortunately, I hear a voice or something picked back up, and I was like, Oh, yeah, I got the goddamn stream going. And I looked, and none of the lights had turned on motion indicator. So, yeah. Uh, you saved my neighbors a wake up. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so horny right now. I'm going to go jack off. Thanks, Nick. I love you, buddy. See, I want to know that that guy right there, his net worth and his social score. I think... Uh... I think it would shock society into, like, a really well-oiled beast. But, you know, that's just, like, an opinion. And uh, I don't think it'll ever happen. I think that if it does happen, it's probably happening right now, but there's people that are in charge of it, and they have all their information hidden. And then I think that there's a lot of people, like, your credit card. See, you're... You you might you might look at what I'm saying as a bad thing, but I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to sell this globalist view uh, one time for you because it's it's kind of like a back door. My uh, the when you when you think about globalist today, it's a very shut off, closed down system that just takes your money. But with with my ideas about zero privacy for everybody. I'd get to see that guy naked right now, the one that just called me. Um, printers, I don't like printers, man. Printers are some of the worst stuff in the world. Okay. Not only is the ink expensive, but there's also uh, sensors. They put sensors on the ink. So it, the, your your printer, it's like a smart printer. They're like, oh, man. We're gonna make We're going to make your printer smart. We're going to make it so smart that you can't use cheap ink. That does the same shit as our expensive ink. We will not let you use your printer if you try to bypass our rape system. Yes, I'm just going to go out. I know it's it's not. Yeah, okay, it's not rape. Okay, rape is horrible, and we shouldn't. I shouldn't compare uh, printer companies to rapists, but it it sure does feel like that, especially when they. Okay, they feel like they feel like uh, it feels like they're slapping a. Uh, wrist uh, uh, leg band on you. What is that called? When they, it gets you the uh... Diane, do you have my the leg jewelry that the judge told me I had to wear, and I can't leave the sewer? Ankle bracelet. Thank you. Yeah, she just told me it was an ankle bracelet. See, I think uh, I think we should all have ankle bracelets as well. And if you want to leave the house, you have to wear your ankle bracelet. But life will be so good because we'll have everything we need and we could trust everybody and it'll be it'll be great. It'll be perfect. You guys are You guys are scared of each other. I think you guys are no, Diana's not my my She's my POA piece of piece of ass. Uh I mean um Don't tell HR I said that. Oh shit! Somebody turn off the virgin alarm. We should, we should listen. We should. 
Maybe we should listen to another fine tune. And maybe when we come back, I'll open the phone. Now, I'm going to thank people when we come back. And then I'll open the phone lines. But let's listen. Let's listen. Love Light Club with BrainBot. We'll be right back with more Nick the Rat. More Nick the Rat. And Halloween and scary stories are coming. I promise they're coming.
down the booze. Put down the booze. Want to take a ride? From the dark sewer in the filthy American Northeast, it's Nick the Rat Radio with your host, Nick the Rat. Now, here's Nick. And I am Nick. I am Nick the Rat. And we are talking to each other uh, almost live. Well, actually, we're really not talking to each other. I didn't turn on the uh, the phone lines yet. The phone lines are uh, still taking voicemails right now, but we do have to talk about our, our sponsors and our donators first. Uh, before the show gets hijacked by monkeys and giraffes and rhinoceroses and all sorts of weird critters, we should uh, thank people first. Because who wants to be thanked and then and, and while like somebody's like talking like a rhinoceros or something? Oh, that's weird. It's fucking weird. Uh, so if you would, if you'd like to say thanks to me, you could always donate. You could either donate ow, nickthread.com, click the donate button. Or you could uh, subscribe on Twitch. Or you could use my P.O. Box, which I think I have it off the top of my head. 90554. I think that's it. Is that it? I think that's it. P.O. Box 9054. I should make sure that's it. I I, I don't remember yet. I'm trying to remember it. I should just say that's it because if I'm wrong, I should... I should suffer the consequences, but, uh, 90549. I forgot the nine on the end there. Jeez. All right. P.O. Box 90549, Brooklyn, New York, 11209. You could P.O. Box me anything. Uh, I go to it once a week. Last week when I went to look, all I got was a voter registration card and, uh, I wrote in John C. Dvorak. Okay, everybody. I wrote him in. I think he's going to win this year. I'm rooting for him. Uh, or you could donate with the PayPal, of course, which I'm going to go through the, uh, that's all folks. I'm going to, I'm going to say the donators. I'm going to say their initials and any notes. And I might exaggerate the amount that they gave. JB. Four hundred and twenty trillion dollars. It's a little, little light there, JB. It's monthly, I know, but holy crap! Holy crap! Twenty trillion billion dollars from a oh. I have to read it though. It's the message. I'm gonna read this here. I'm gonna read the note. Even though they said no notes, I'm going to read it anyway because it's it's a good note. So I have to read it. It says no notes. So if uh, I fuck up and this person stops giving me twenty 
trillion billion dollars, then I'm sorry. Your podcast is a masterclass for the mind every week. You should send your kids. I'm telling you, it's it's going to be great for their their uh, uh skull shape. Uh, maybe I'll work up the courage to call in one day. Best regards, Phil from Cali. Phil from Cali, just give me a call. And call me. I'll talk to you, Phil. I'll make your skull explode. Uh, we have more uh, donations here. We have LB with a 420. Thank you, LB, for the 420. Love you, love you. We got uh, NB. Okay. 20 quadrillion dollars. I know this, this you know, we're doing a, a donation segment and all that, but I have to talk about origins of things and stuff. It's getting better, folks. It's getting better. The uh, the podcast slash YouTube show is uh, forming. I think Illuminati is getting her mic to be uh, fixed, worked on, looked at, uh, inspected by people from NASA. So I think the next episode is going to sound really good. We'll find out. You know, there's a little sound level differences in, in the in the fourth one where we uh, talk about wasn't domestication. We already talked about that. We talked about beer and we talked about alchemy. Do we talk about Mesopotamian people? You're going to have to go to uh, Origins of Things and Stuff. Oh, days, days. We, we sp- Days of the week. <laughs> Duh. I spoke about does the week. It's a very interesting uh, podcast. You'll learn at least one thing. If you don't learn anything during it, at least you'll learn that Nick the Rat is slightly mentally handicapped, I guess you could say. You probably already know that, so that's fine. Uh, I think there's actually an Illuminati story coming up later tonight as well. This is great. Thank you so much for that. Uh, we ha- let's go back to the donations here. We have JA with four twenty. Thank you. Uh, four twenty is the uh, subscription baseline donation. It's like a dollar a show. I think you know. I think the four two to four hours I give you is maybe worth a dollar, but that's that's fine. I haven't missed a week. <sighs> I need a. I need a. Dark Sewer Union. I need a union down here. Uh, let's see. We got a BM. Maybe that was Bill Murray with 420. Thank you so much, BM. We have a... Ooh, this is a new one. Actually, the last two are two, two new ones, I think. This is KR with a 420. KR, thank you so much for the 420. And that is all for the week. Just want to say thank you to all the people that donate, uh, subscribe, uh, listen, and like, and uh, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, maybe I should play the first story of the evening because I'm sure people are going to want to call in, and I'm going to have to I'm going to have to run these stories. But the show gets so jam packed full of content, it gets a little bit rough. It's like it's like riding the the, the robotic bull. It's, you don't know where you're going to land. The robotic bowel movement. 
kids in the future are going to be weird. Um, you know, maybe I'm going to play a song and then, uh, yeah, I'm going to play a song first before I play the first story of the evening. I'm going to make you guys wait for the good stuff. The good, st- you know, everything is the good stuff though. And that is why we're about to listen to a song called Ashes and Dreams by Ozymandias.
phone line's blowing up over here. Oh, crap. I feel so bad. Um, I'm going to play the last voicemail that came in. And then I'm going to uh, play story and then open the phone lines. I feel I feel bad. There's so, there's so many people calling in live right now. This is a... Uh, I, I need uh, more operators standing by. I'm sorry, that everybody. This is... Don't worry. If you call in when I open the phone lines, you will get played. But I'm going to play the last voicemail. Hey, Globe Lover. Why don't you take your one world and shove it up your ass? That's my rating for you. One star. <laughs> well, you see, you're hiding behind a, a... The person I called used a block number. I think they styled, they dialed like star six nine. Remember that was like a thing, like dialing star six nine was like a like a redial or call the last number that called you. It's funny that they use that star six nine. I think that that was it actually, and that would be like they're going in you and you're coming into them. Yeah, culture. All right, we're gonna we're gonna listen to. A story right now. We're going to sit sit around the, the campfire. We're not going to talk about printers and how they suck and how there's little, little fucking sensors on the... Sometimes there's sensors in the printer too. There's sensors on the print cartridge. The, the paper just jams. You never know where there's going to be a paper jam. They they make this shit with like shitty fucking little crappy rollers that made of like garbage. They, you, you think after like years and years and years and years of having these printers they'd have like better like rollers inside of the thing and there's little shitty plastic gears where's like the fucking this give me a solid little personal printer that's not made of shitty plastic and crappy rubber like why not use like a like a maybe a vacuum you could suck the paper up instead of using little shitty fucking rollers it could like and like suck the paper up like phenomic tubes phenomic tubes why do they have to use these little shitty plastic rollers that kind of like try to grab the paper but they they just wind up wearing out who's going to replace that shit yeah star 69 was the callback to the booth alright well you know let's listen to a a story I think uh, mystery man slapped together this first one here I haven't heard from Mystery Man in a while. This, this is not a it's not a Bigfoot story. It's just a, a regular old scary story. We got a couple throughout the night. It's Halloween all year. Fuck it, Halloween all year. Story number one, and then we're gonna open the phone lines. So if you have a story and you'd like to call in. Uh, you could do that at 917-719-5923. I didn't open the phone lines yet. I, I see people are calling in right now. Just leave a voicemail now. Or if you want to talk to me live, I'll tell you when I'm live, and then you could call in. I just don't want to fuck up the flow of the story, okay? There's, there's a lot going on down here. All right? And we're going to listen to the first story of the night. I don't even know what the fuck it's called. I don't know what this is. All right, let's just do it. Stories. Stories never change. From the beginning of time, everything has just been a rerun of something else that has already occurred. Maybe in a different shape or color, yet still a repeat. 
That was until I heard the horrific story of a boy named Newt. Newt lived in the wasteland of what used to be called the East Coast of America. He lived alone. Both of his parents vanished after the Blue Invasion and more than half of the Earth's population were abducted by the Greys. What remained after World War III was slim pickings. But luckily, Newt's parents were preppers and had a nice sterile bunker filled to the brim with beans and mylar blankets. They also had running well water and thermal power that kept Newt's ultra-low-powered projectors and doodads running for years with no to little problem. All in all, Newt had it pretty good, other than being utterly alone in 12. Still, he lived life like most other 12-year-olds. He woke up when he thought it was around noon. He had bean eggs with bean coffee and bean toast. He took steaming warm showers in what looked like a six-foot-tall tin can. He stared into darkness, wondering what if this was really all that there was left in life. He masturbated into cans of beans and went to sleep when he thought it was around noon as well. That was until one day his cycle was broken. Little Newt, poor, sweet, innocent boy, while taking a shower all alone, around day 33 in the bunker. Newt looked at the floor and saw that a bath mat was stuck to the bottom of the shower can. It must have been put there so he wouldn't slip on the smooth tin floor and hurt himself. But after some time it shifted. Newt had crippling AD&D. <laughs> so he had to put it back. That's when everything changed. He bent over and ripped up the mat. It was suction cup to the floor. He could hear each cup getting unstuck one by one. The mat was now in full force coming towards his face, and it could not be stopped. And that's when he saw the bottom of the mat. It was covered in fungus, mold, and all sorts of creatures, large and small. Good night, sweet prince. Prince of the Beans. The End. those phone lines we're gonna uh, yeah the phone lines are open if you want to call in you could head 917-719-5923 you could also send me gas blasts at nick at nick the com. you could just uh you could email me there you could p.o box me at 95 uh, Brooklyn, New York, one one two zero nine. I like to, I like to get stuff, not glue traps with money in it. That's fucked up. I still have that. I'm still trying to clean that money. 
that glue, whatever you use, that glue trap shit, it's fucking, it was tight. It was tight. Uh, oh, boy. Uh, let's talk about printers a little bit more. Why do they have so many fucking gears in them? Why are there so many gears in goddamn printers? If you it, it, you can't you these you open you look inside of a printer you're gonna see gears all over you see on the roller there's gears there's gears on the paper puller there's gears here and there there's all these little fucking things that are just waiting to break waiting to break there's all these. Now, I'm only talking about so far for like physical stuff. Let's not forget the drivers. Let's not think the printer drivers. First, you have to pray that the company still exists and that they're still updating drivers for your operating systems version that you have. Who the fuck knows? Oh, it worked on my Mac, fucking iMac, but it won't work on my iPad. Oh, I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry in your ear. It's sometimes it's even worse though. It's just these goddamn printer drivers. Then there's like those generic universal printer drivers. Sometimes they work, but you know, the, the maybe sound is annoying to get right, but I think printing is actually even worse to get right. Like if you want to just be able to hook up a whole bunch of fuckers, all different environments to a printer, good good fucking luck. And 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 B, you have to deal with the people using the goddamn printers as well. Not just the not just the the equipment, but the people that are touching that shit. It's a fucking nightmare. And cups. You restart the cup server. Your shit's down again. It's such a shit show. Printers are the worst thing that has ever happened, and I don't know why nobody's fixing this. Shit. Hi, caller. How you doing? Oh my gosh, you're triggering me with the printers. Oh. What are, you, what are you, the printers? What are you talking about, sir? I hate printers. <laughs> I feel they they fucking suck. I loaded, I loaded a fresh HP cartridge into a uh, a roll size printer today, and the stupid thing, like as soon as it it, it read that it like was an eighth full, I just pulled it out of a box. No, doesn't matter. Doesn't fucking matter. That shit. It's there's 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 decaying. Uh, I think they use like uh, artifacts for the plastic in the gears that fucking run the whole fucking thing. It's it's like a child's toy. They're selling well, you like you get into a laser a laser printer too with all that crap that falls apart inside of it. Oh my god! In the dust, where's the dust the, come from? I don't know, but it gives you cancer. I'm sure it probably gives it makes your dick I'm, fall off. I'm it's, sure it's like white and powdery. It looks like asbestos. You know how I always see these commercials for like Johnson and Johnson's baby powder giving women ovarian cancer, and you could sign up for fucking a million dollars today. I think I think people are gonna get like fucking Sue HP and Canon and Brother and all these 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 goddamn cancer dust salesmen. I think I'd be on board with that. Fuck yeah! You know I, I'm having a hard time breathing. I think we should start a, a class action lawsuit against this dusty ass laser shit. Printer lung. There we go. Me, M- Meduse. Meduse. <laughs> He's got it. 
I got a big piece of print along. Every time I look at a printer, I'm going to carry canary with me and like hold it up there. I got one that's uh, pretty old and will die when you go near it. <laughs> well, that's how you know. That's what they should sell. They should sell uh, dying canaries so you could like make a point. Like, honey, I really don't want to go to that party. Well, we're going to bring the canary, baby. And you bring the canary to the party and it just dies. Like, I told you. Oh, I guess uh, I'll be giving you head tonight. That's right. Thanks to canary. Uh, it'll, be, it'll be great. That is marketing genius right there. <laughs> you know every guy in America would oh, yeah. buy that. Well, every... It's everybody that wants head. It's, it's, it's kind of a... Well, cheap, no, even homosexual little... men would probably buy that, too. Well, yeah. As long as you're you getting head, who corner. cares? It's, it's every, every, nobody doesn't like head. No matter what sex mm. you are or gender you might think you want to be, you still enjoy having your genitalia slobbered on by something. Head is universal. Universal head. You. Universal head. H. USB. What is USB? Universal serial bus? Universal suck bus? <laughs> uh there's something. What's with the little pieces of whatever that comes out too sometimes, like out of the printer? Oh, that's called the uh, the internal organs of the shit that they sold you that is shit and garbage and it's, junk. And it's like a paper sometimes, but it's like a uh, – it reminds me of like the old carbon paper. You remember those that you used to have to like lay down to like copy something onto the next sheet? Like a, like a check scanning thing like yeah yep yeah and that's what's inside the printer like the bits and pieces of that'll shoot out of laser printers every once in a while at least the business ones when they start getting old there's, there's so many sensors and little things in there and it's like oh the the, the paper jammed oh, okay well well fuck uh, i guess we'll just buy a new printer because the shit's fuck we'd throw it out the window the shit's gonna happen again every as soon as i clear it the same shit's gonna happen Fuck printers, man. And Pretty and much. people, you know, become... you know, you know, part of the problem is people as well. You know, I'm not going to totally blame it on the printers. Sometimes the people are just assholes. Like if you're like, hey, can you change the paper in there? They'll take the, they'll fucking rip that shit out, fucking throw it at the wall, and they slam it back in with it like a bent goddamn piece of shit in there. It's fucked up. Well, that's. The commercial or the 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 uh, home printers, they make them so cheap that once anything goes wrong, that's all you all you can do with them is just throw them out. What what are where printers impact on global warming? <clears throat> I would say like tenfold of anything right, let's, else. So shut it down. Shut it down. No more printing people. One world government. <laughs> you need a leg band to get out of your house, and no more newspapers. So, like, years ago when they did, like, drafting and architectural stuff on, on you know, on actual paper drawing, <clears throat> then when they came in with, like, the CAD softwares and the printers and the printer sales when all came in, they said, oh, yeah, you guys are going to go to this. It's going to be a paperless society. You're not going to have to use nearly as much paper anymore because you've got, you know, you just print it out when you need it. And that's all you need. Well... I think most engineering companies go through about 40 to 50 times as much amount of paper as they used to back before when you had one 
sheet that you, if you screwed up on it, you had to sit there and erase everything out and replace it. So now you're going through paper, so, the printer. Somebody in the chat saying they, they're everything. wiping less these days, which is – I hope they're talking about printers. But you do have to wipe what these fucking it? printers down. Like these printers should have internal wipers. There should be a there should be a printer that lasts forever, that self maintains itself, that doesn't have so many fucking moving parts. And you could like pour some fucking generic powder, magic fairy ink shit into it that doesn't give you cancer. <laughs> oh, you mean instead of toner? Yeah, fuck that toner, man. Toner's not good for you. It's, if you can't roll a no, baby oh around no. in it, it shouldn't be legal. If you can't roll a baby around in toner, then it should be a, a controlled substance, and you need to have your leg brace scanned before you buy it. <laughs> and get that on your hands? It's like on there like forever. It tastes good, though. I like to lick it off my fingers. It's kind of like when you're making a cake, <laughs> and you dip your fingers in that shit. And Is it a chocolatey <sighs> taste? or a? Uh, well, you know, like raw chocolate? egg and chocolate. It's fine. <laughs> that will do uh, strange things when you uh, sit on the throne. Uh, well, you know, what else are you doing? <laughs> Such is life, right? So it goes. <laughs> if I got to spend time somewhere, at least I'm by myself on the toilet. It's the, the toilet's a, a very great place to think. Shower, the bathroom is. With her. With or without the phone? Uh, you need everything, man. I bring the beer, the blunts, the phone. <laughs> Every, uh, you got to hook the bathroom up. They basically put everything you need in the bathroom. So there's two types of people. Will, will you answer the phone? <laughs> Do I answer the phone? I refuse to, I will refuse to answer the phone when I'm on the, crown, on the, on the throne. What do you think I'm right now? I'm talking to you from the shit. <laughs> I'm in the sewer. Thought, There's actually I more people. It looked, it's not just my own shit. There's a whole. That's what, that's what the pumpkin's hiding, isn't it? It's a shit factory down here. No, this is the, the pumpkin's just <laughs> visual effects, my friend. I'm in a dirty, filthy sewer in the bowels of Brooklyn, New York. <laughs> Are you drinking. The PBR coffee. Oh, yeah! I actually kept thinking about bringing this up, and I have never. I'm happy you brought this up. This is a special edition PBR. It's called PBR Extra. It's six point five percent alcohol. I got a, I got a twelve pack for thirteen bucks. Damn. Score. PBR baby. And it's six point five. It. Oh, I almost spilt it all over the place. It's. It's pretty. Decent. It kind of tastes like uh, garbage, but it's it's getting me lit up pretty pretty nicely. So you know, I'm enjoying it. Be, Fuck that shit! Oh shit! Whoa, that was loud. <laughs> Man, it's so hard to do levels. Do you ever work with? You know, it's. Did you ever work with with uh, sound? I don't know. It's worse. Uh, sound equipment or or printers. These. Sound is something that I've never, never done anything with. It sounds annoying as well. I tried. I've tried messing around with uh, uh, what is it? Odyssey or audit? What's the Audacity? Odyssey. Audacity. Yeah. Audacity. 
and it irritated the hell out of me, and I stopped doing that. No, Audacity is great. It does what it's got to do, but it's uh, to have sound uh, all level out or to make things sound correctly with other things is it's a very difficult situation. It's very. And uh, it kept cutting off the end of clips that I had too. That was irritating the hell out of me. I couldn't figure out how to get it to stop doing that when I was stringing clips together. Well, you're not allowed to do that. You, you don't do it in the bathroom. You're probably audit. You're you're editing Audacity in the bathroom. Stop doing that. It's toilet paper got in the way. Yeah. Call it. Do you have any scary stories to tell us? Scary story, yes. Because it's like Halloween all year. Is that okay with you? Are you okay with Halloween all year? Sure. Is it, I. On the Twitch stream, it looks like it's like Michael Myers' house behind you. That is Michael Myers' house. Yeah, I'm, in, I'm inside the the pumpkin too. You see the or actually, that isn't Michael Myers' house. It was Jody. What's oh yeah, well, you know, somebody got murdered there. Curtis it's not Michael Myers. Michael Myers lived in that shitty Jamie house. Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, this is <laughs> no, no. Jamie Lee leaves the, the her house and she goes. To, this is her friend's house. Oh okay. That uh, she fights Michael Myers in there and stabs him with like a coat hanger in his uh, she... testicle. Was that one of the movies that she was nude in? Maybe. She had a great penis in, in this one. Oh. Well, that's always nice. She was hot in True Lies, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and she was dancing yeah, well, naked. Trading Places is what I remember. That was always... <clears throat> Wait, is this your scary story you're tell- telling us right now? A scary story? On Friday, I got called from work, and they told me I have to go back into the office full time. Oh. The end. Caller, you win. I know. That's... Sucks big time, dude. It's too fucking scary. I had to hang up on that caller. Getting called into work at random times and the fuck that I gotta I gotta hang up on that. Caller, it's fucked up. Don't. I said scary, not horrifying stories. Oh God. I hope you people are okay. I I I'm a little shook after hearing that story. I got. Let's listen to a voicemail, 917-719-5923. Hey, Nick. Uh, it's star six seven, cocksucker, that makes our numbers blocked. Star six seven, so Nick has no idea who is calling him. Star six seven, and it is free. No, but what's star sixty nine do? So uh, star six seven, next time you call Nick the Rat, and talking shit about printers. Back in high school, my side job was very technical. But Star 69 was a call back. Repair call- and prep oh. for retail. The remanufactured yeah. print. Sorry, caller. Yeah, hi, Nick. Uh, this is your boss, Bill Lumberg, calling. Just saying, uh, if you could just go ahead and come into work right now and, you know, bring a good attitude with you. That'd be great. Is this real? Okay. Is this Thanks. Three and fifteen, buddy. This is real. Ugh. Is this real life? Is this real life? 
is this real life? Do you ever sit there and wonder if this is really real life? Like, you know, you have dreams that are kind of real, but then when you wake up, you're like, okay, that wasn't really that real. But then there's like really real life, and then you're like, wait, was that really real? Sometimes real life is is as big as a fantasy as a dream is. It, it It's a wacky world out there. Very wacky. Uh, let's listen, listen, listen to some music while I hide from my boss. We got Wilbur suit, privately owned sp- Spiral Galaxy. We'll be right back. Oh, God. <laughs> Cycle gusty and mind filled with hot air Must have cared for nothing more than myself Do I dare admit the fraught thoughts Cavorting, resorting, indirected mourning Part of me that was selfless Then left without a warning Well that's what I said Maybe it's the fact that I detest This obsession with myself that leaves a mess Inside my head, oh shit, I'm doing it again Repelling any potential friend Revealing my innate ability To never fully comprehend Anything being myself But in the end I still pretend Condescending one polite enough Choose to misspend the time Watches me achieve My secret social mission to drain people with my boring stories and opinions To see the bigger picture takes intelligence and wisdom But I won't see nothing with just myself in my vision Outside the blitz of faces, unwilling to confess to any empathy, endlessly, incessantly declining any pleasantries, heavily breathing, socially teething, I'm open like a vivisection, intense tendency to dwell, seething over misconnections, accepted by my perceptions that I'm an entity, protect my insecurity till tensity is weaponry, grooming a heavenly fiction, I agree while I was dreaming awake, freezing, wheezing, fundamentally I'm still believing that this is an elegy for concepts I conceived in deep sleep, and I helplessly watch them fade as I awake, I try and keep them alive, incomparable with life, but eventually they die in the brain I used to vape. My mind to find a way to replicate reality through lucid dreaming or decimate the limitations of actuality. Capacity practically eternal, mortality external. No god, but investigate the bustless world. She probably not eternally, eternally existing without morality. Creates the fantasy without the tragedy and compare for the apathy. Roll and so reveal my own insanity. The majesty of fantasy propels me from tragedy. Build my own reality, elaborately designed, privately owned. Spiral galaxy, financially unfailing, naturally decaying. Soon I have no safe space to sleep, these bills still need paying. Open up my mind to something mind expanding. When I drift away, I see the totality of understanding.
the great old ones that have woken still water. It is midnight in the sewer. I might have just had some Halloween candy. All right, I get, I can complain about printers right now, but I'm not gonna. Later, med, med, modus, medus. You're gonna miss a good story though. If you were tuned in, you were waiting for an, uh, a story from Illuminati. Well, then you should stay tuned in. Settle down and listen up for story time. With a girl whose name is kind of hard to rhyme. We all know her as Illuminati. Illuminati. Story time with Illuminati. Frequency. Henry took a trip to the Philippines with Peter, a friend of his from work. They were both RF engineers for a security company in Arizona. Peter invited Henry to come along while he went to go visit his family. Henry agreed enthusiastically, and they went together two months later. They ended up in Cebu, where Peter was born. Henry met his family, and they seemed very excited to have a visitor. His grandparents, his parents, five uncles, six aunts, nine cousins, and five siblings all took their time to introduce themselves to Henry. They asked about how things were doing at work and jokingly inquired about Peter's work ethic. One of Peter's brothers was rather young, maybe around 10 years old. He followed Peter around calling him Kuya as he pulled on his shirt and asked questions about computers. Peter kept trying to explain that he didn't actually work with computers that often, but his little brother continued to ask anyway. Most of Peter's cousins and siblings were visiting from either the U.S. or Europe, where they had moved to go to college or start a career. The women of the family constantly fed them throughout their visit. The two friends felt like they could have survived an entire winter underground with how much they ate. It was here that Henry discovered adobo, a chicken stew kind of dish that was made in a clay pot. Henry thought that to say it was delicious would not be giving it enough credit. After a week or so of seeing Peter's family every day, the two decided they would take two days off to go off-roading. They borrowed Peter's dad's Jeep and headed out to the Cebu Mountains. They left early in the morning and made it to the trail before the sun was even out. It was a foggy morning, which made the trees around them look like eerie figures leaning into the trail. They were about 30 minutes into the trail when the incline started to become practically vertical. The vehicle quickly scaled the rocky hills, however, so they became confident that they could get through the whole 30-mile trail loop by mid-afternoon. It turned out that their confidence was unwarranted. It started to rain, and the trails became very slippery. Visibility was low, and Henry was having a difficult time keeping on the trail. They felt the jeep suddenly turn sharply downwards, and the jeep started to slip. Henry kept his foot on the brake, but the jeep continued to slide down what appeared to be a mud waterfall. 
It was such a steep hill that it felt like they were about to roll the jeep forwards. For what felt like an eternity, the jeep finally stopped moving and leveled out again. Peter exhaled with relief, and he looked around, trying to see through the sheet of rain pouring down the windows in the windshield. Did we go off trail? he finally asked. Peter looked at his phone, and he frowned, trying to see if he could get a signal. Peter was still shaking, as his adrenaline was making its final rounds through his circulatory system. He looked over at Peter, who was still looking intently at his phone. Anything? he asked. I'm not getting a signal, Peter responded, sounding more intrigued than scared. The rain stopped as quickly as it started. Peter and Henry both got out of the jeep and stepped gingerly around gnarled roots and deep mud puddles. The air was thick and humid and smelled of mud and rich vegetation. Ah, it's nice here, Peter said, more like a fact than an opinion. The two started to look around for the trail. It can't be far. It's a tourist trail. It's hard to get lost on those, Peter said. Henry scratched his head. Well, I guess we can get back into the jeep and cruise around for a bit. Henry turned around to get back into his jeep and stopped in his tracks. He looked up and saw how steep the hill was and how far up it went. I think the trail might actually be up there, Peter said, pointing up the muddy hill. I think you're right, Peter, replied Henry. Peter nodded, and the two got back into the jeep. My father might be annoyed about the brakes being worn down so quickly, Peter stated. Yes, Henry agreed. I'll pay to get them fixed. Thank you, but I am just as much at fault as you are. We can split it, Peter said. Well, that's if we ever make it to the brake place, Henry mused. They started to drive along the base of the hill for a while, trying to see if it tapered off at some point. The cliff started to get higher. They turned the jeep around and then backtracked. They found the place where they first slid down the hill, and then they started to go the opposite way. It looked promising, and it was towards the direction of the trailhead anyway. It wasn't long before the sun started to go down. Sun's going down, Peter said. Yeah, replied Henry. Should we camp? Peter asked. Henry shrugged. Don't like driving in the dark? Henry asked. I don't necessarily dislike driving in the dark, but I do like camping, Peter replied. We didn't bring any camping gear, Henry stated. Well, you didn't. I did. I had enough for us both. <laughs> did you lead us down that hill on purpose? Laughed Henry. No, but it was a convenient circumstance to use as an excuse to camp, Peter replied. The two had put their seats down in the back of the jeep and set up sleeping bags in the trunk. The jeep was going to be their tent. Peter checked to see how much gas was left in their gas canister and nodded approvingly. Henry was wandering around and kicking leaves when he noticed something crawl quickly away from him. Henry cocked his head to one side. Out of morbid curiosity, he decided to follow the strange creature. Where are you going? Peter asked from afar. Mm, I saw something move. I want to investigate it, Henry replied. Peter held up a hand at Henry, signaling for him to stop. Henry stopped. Peter turned and lifted something out from the compartment in the jeep's trunk. He procured two headlamps, a machete, two rifles, and a bag of ammo. He put the bag of ammo over his shoulder. He closed the jeep and locked it. He walked to Henry and handed him a rifle. 
Who's going to try to steal the jeep? Henry asked as he took the rifle. Monkeys are clever. They might discover that they like off-roading. I get the feeling that they wouldn't pitch in for repairs if they wrecked the jeep, Peter said. Henry nodded. Something rustled in the jungle, and Peter whipped his head around to look in the direction where he detected movement. That must be the thing that made you decide to go unarmed into a jungle, Peter guessed. Yes, that is the thing, Henry replied. Although, I have my knife, too. Ah, at least there's that, Peter said. Oh, and be very careful of anything that moves. And try not to step on things that can kill you, Peter warned. What can kill me? Henry asked. Um, probably everything but the plants and most of the dirt, Peter replied. Okay, Henry said. Which direction did that thing go? Henry asked. Peter didn't respond, but just started heading in the direction where he saw the thing last. He marched trees with a small gash with a machete as they moved along to keep track of where they were. After about a half hour of walking, Henry scratched his head. Why do we keep walking in this direction? I don't even see the weird thing anymore, Henry said. Yes, but I see something else, Peter said. What? Henry asked. It looks like a little house, replied Peter. When were you going to tell me this? Henry asked, straining to see a house. I was going to tell you when I was sure I saw a house, Peter replied. So you aren't even sure? Henry asked. Well, I know it's a structure. I'm not close enough to conclude that it's a house. Oh, okay, Henry said, understanding the logic. Sure enough, Peter and Henry found exactly what Peter thought he saw. A small house. In the front of it was an amateur carving of what looked like a lion statue, extending one paw outwards. That's interesting. Peter said, extending his hand. He touched the lion carving's head. He recoiled and winced sharply, shaking his hand around. What? What happened? Henry asked. That burnt me, Peter said with deep intrigue. Suddenly they heard a deep rumbling. Peter, do you hear that rumbling? Yes, replied Peter. What, what should we do about that? Well, I can't shoot rumbling, so I'm at a loss, he replied. Henry nodded. The rumbling stopped after only a few seconds. Ah, no more rumbling, Peter said. Both of the men studied the house. It was old and falling apart. The only thing that appeared to be keeping it up were the vines that were tightly wrapped around the foundation of the house. The door was slightly ajar. I think it would be a bad idea to go inside, Peter said. Yes, yes, I think it would, Henry agreed. Both men walked to the front door, and Peter opened it. Their headlamps revealed dilapidated furniture, warped wooden walls, and broken pottery. As their headlamps scanned the floor, small animals and arthropods scattered away from the bright light. It smelled of mold and the lingering scent of decay. It's probably not a good idea to begin here, Henry said. Yes, I agree, Peter said as he moved further inside. He rounded a table and noticed something that made his lip jut out. Someone died in here, he reported dryly. Henry cocked his head. How do you know? he asked. Well, there's a body here, Peter said. Ah, oh, that settles it, Henry said. Henry joined Peter's side and looked at where Peter had his headlamp shining. Sure enough, a body lay there. It was mostly skeleton, buried inside a polo shirt and lucky jeans. Remnants of skin and tendons stretched along some of the bones. 
cockroaches and centipedes had made their home here. They moved away quickly from the corpse as the light shined on them. This didn't happen very long ago, Peter observed. No, Henry agreed. It would be a bad idea to touch it, Peter said. Yes, Henry agreed. Peter started to poke the body with a machete. A group of cockroaches hissed in protest. That was a bad idea, Peter said. Henry squinted his eyes at a spot next to the body. It looked like writing. What's that? Henry asked, pointing. Peter squinted too. Looks like someone carved a message into the floorboards, Peter speculated. It looks like it was done by this individual before they died. Henry tried to make out what it said. It says, please go away. It's in Tagalog. Wonder why he said that? It seems like this person intentionally came out here for solitude. Perhaps they were trying to escape something? That's a sound theory, Henry said. Peter muttered the sentence in Tagalog to himself. Suddenly the home started to rumble again. It was probably a bad idea to come here, Peter concluded. They both turned to leave, but they stopped in their tracks. A tall, large figure stood in their way. Its long neck was twisted and bending downwards. Its head was crooked and had a slight tick. Its eyes, which looked like human eyes that were stuffed in two large bloody sockets, stared menacingly at them, and it was walking towards them, large claws extended. I think we can shoot that, Peter said. Peter quickly punched a clip into his rifle and shot the creature three times. Henry followed suit. The creature did not react. Ah, that is a ghost. Those can't be shot, Peter realized. No, no they can't, Henry agreed. The creature lunged violently towards Henry, and its large claws sunk deeply into his chest. Then the creature disappeared. End of part one. Well, what, what a ripoff. Where's part two? What happened with the creature? What happened with the creature? You get... It's kind of messed up. That is a little messed up right there. You can't... Next week, I guess it is story all year because this is Halloween story time. It is Halloween story time, people. What What, what more could you enjoy than a good story? Like when you're talking with somebody, they could be telling you their their daily trials and tribulations. But, but let's face it, most most people's stuff that they're doing throughout the days, it's pretty boring. Well, I made some some pasta. It was good. Uh, who gives a fuck? Was there was there a killer alligator from outer space trying to eat you and your family? No, no that's the story. We have more stories tonight, too. If you have a story and you'd like to call it in at 917-719-5923, I might be able to talk to you live over the transom about it. Or you could just call and leave a voicemail like this person did. Hey, Victor Out Radio. 
Uh, busy, busy guy. I know you are too. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of jerking off to do in the sewer. But, uh, two things and I'll let you go. I'm not that busy. Um, the art of flossing seems to be totally lost. All these little millennial fucks use those damn floss stick arm things. I don't know. 20 for a dollar, dollar store, or wherever the fuck. Yeah, it's better handy to have around, but I mean, the art of wrapping that little thin cord around the tips of your bare fingers while you thrust them deep into your mouth and between the crevices of your teeth really mm, it makes you one with the floss, makes you enjoy it so much more. It's a more, like, connected feeling, and then you can spit out whatever gunk you've accumulated between You're supposed your to eat teeth that. and you've loosened with the thread. Those are called afternoms. Um, I definitely recommend wax. It's kind of a better lubricant. But, um, yeah, then, uh, then you brush your teeth, and, uh, what? Afternoms. You, you floss after you brush? Nick! What, what kind of fucking savage are you? <laughs> oh, yeah, the sewer. And uh, the second thing, um, yeah, uh, give us some practical, you know, back shaving tips. I always end up with, like, a streak or two or a spot that they missed, you know, and my friends and, haha, everyone at the pool, they're, like, slapping my ass, like, oh, you're, you got racing stripes. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah, there's. Like, yeah, fuck you. That's a really uh, good. A that's stuff. a very. Uh, caller, um, shut up. Caller, call, hang up, by caller. The, way, the pool boys are all. Caller, hang up. For the most part, they're. No, we don't care. We caller, hang up. Hang up. I just wanted. You have a. You brought up a good point. No, hang up. Jesus. Prancing around. Diane, hang up on the caller. In those little shorts. Click the. It reminds me. Click Diane, please. Time. You and me and Jim All right, Duke. yes, I'll get you. Oh, um, the I love roses. You, yes, uh, I know you like roses. shaving tips. Yes, please. And uh, floss your teeth. Everyone brush. Adios. God, fuck, where's the power? Diane, don't lie to me. You don't know how to hang up the phone, do you? You're telling, yeah, oh, okay. Look, back shaving is a, a difficult uh industry because razors on sticks are considered to be weapons now if you're making weapons then the whole it's basically you would need a, a razor on a stick maybe like a stick that like is flexible so you could like get all the grooves in your back and your buttocks area it's it's a complicated situation. Uh, it, it's, it's an embarrassing situation. It's, I, I understand everything you're trying to say here too, because like, there's, there's no easy way to shave your own back. Like, there's gonna be parts where you're gonna miss when you're trying to get in there. Your feet up in there too. Your feet going around the, your back side. Try to get the lower back. <sighs> But I do have one tip. If you listen to music while you do it, it's more fun. Like electronic senses with untamed land with your untamed ass hair. 
let's let's fucking do this.
Nick. Um, okay, oh, oh, we're going back. Oh, oh, oh no more. Oh, yeah, we're going to go back to the John McAfee clip you played in the last episode. I just wanted to say <clears throat> about his uh, paid funeral attendee type deal. One of the greatest movies I have ever seen, Harold and Maud. It's about a young man, Harold, who kind of uh, fetishizes, uh, fetishize, fetishizes, fetishizes, yeah, fetishizes uh, death, and uh, he wants to be like a funeral director or some crazy shit like that. Uh, he turns a jaguar into a hearse and. And the movie's worth it just for that. It's incredible. Um, I'd totally rock that shit. Anyway, uh, yeah, Harold and Maude. Um, he is like, um, basically, he was unpaid uh, funeral attendee. And he'd just go and somehow he got off on it. Good movie, Harold and Maude. Uh, hold on, my neighbor needs the phone. Hold, hold on, God damn it. <laughs> Hey, Nick. <laughs> I love your show. <laughs> I want Buford you to tea? come down to my basement. I'll tell you a fable. Buford. And I'll give you a popsicle. I got lots of popsicles in my basement freezer. And I'll tell you a fable. I don't Just believe to it. make you a better this boy. Not, that's <laughs> not Buford. <laughs> that is not Buford tape. That is not Buford tea, everybody. Uh. That was Buford G. Demonstrate it for you. Okay. I'm going to put five cards right now on the screen. I want you to pick one instantly. Now, pick one, stay with it, think about it. Gone. I'm going to shuffle these cards and uh, <laughs> put them back. I'm going to take one... <laughs> put them back, shuffle them, and put them back on the screen. The card that you picked is not there. <laughs> yes, it's not there. Why? Because you have seen the magic demonstration. <laughs> I want I want whatever he's on. Because oh boy, oh boy, he's on some fun stuff. Uh hi everybody. This is Nick the Rat Radio. This is where I come to complain about printers. Alright. They're impossible to clean. Uh, this last caller already brought that up. There's the, the the shit explodes all over the place. There's dust all over. It, it the toner is dripping. It's a leaking toner. If you're not using an inkjet printer, if you're using a toner printer, that shit's all over up inside there. As soon as you plug that shit in, it starts going back and forth. It's you gotta shake it, and there's toner everywhere. You touch the fucking toner cartridge. It's on your hand. I'm gonna get fucking finger cancer. But I take my fingers and I stick it up my ass. So I'm probably going to get ass cancer before I get finger cancer. They're impossible to clean. You can't... Wait, 
Are you supposed to go around your company and fucking clean these things every day? Like, are you supposed to set up a schedule like once a month? I'm gonna stick a rag. I'm gonna bend over. I'm gonna try to get as deep into this ass crevice of this stupid ass printer that I could, even though you can't get in there. You can't get into that printer. That printer is not designed for you to stick your shit in inside of. I, I should know. I've tried to stick my shit in, into a lot of stuff, and and these print they don't make it easy. They don't make them. Yeah, somebody's in the, in the like, oh, give me the rollers. You can just change the rollers. Okay, yeah, just change the rollers. This is a good point. But to change the rollers, you have to get ass deep into that printer with your shit, and you're gonna get toner all over your your junk. It's fucked. Fuck these printers, man. Alright, I'll give you one more thing too. I gave you so much already. I gave you the ink's expensive. There's sensors in the, on the cartridge. There's sensors on the printer. There's shitty fucking paper jams. There's shitty rollers. There's shitty plastic gears. There's more gears than you need. The, the drivers fucking suck. The, the, there's, the, they're impossible to clean. All right, they also have the shitty input screens. Oh, you want to connect? Would you like to connect your printer to the Wi-Fi? All right, use this one-button touch screen to input your 30-digit Wi-Fi password and SSID. They give you the shittiest fucking interface. You're lu- Actually, you know, you're lucky if you even get a fucking interface. But most of these fucking printers, these fucking printers don't even fucking have fucking interfaces. Is oh you're lucky you could find what the fuck you did on this fucking printer with this wire stuck up your asshole, you fucking shitty fuck man. You've been around for twenty years in the in the business world. You think there'd be a pro printer that wasn't such ass? It wasn't a piece of shit. You would you'd think that for like three hundred dollars you could probably buy. An amazing fucking piece of shit 2D color printer. But no. It's going to suck. No matter what printer you buy, it's going to suck. You could spend $500 on a printer. That thing is going to suck a big, fat, fucking hairy nipple. I fucking hate printers. You shave them. You shave your nipples. Oh, that's good. Okay. Um. I still have more shit about printers that I haven't said yet. Maybe I should look at Gas Blast. Do we have any Gas Blast? Let's see. I don't think we have any this week. Uh, you could email Nick at NickTheRat.com with Gas Blast. You could write a story. I'll read it on the air. Gas Blast. Gas Blast. Nope. No Gas Blast this week. Nobody loves us. Nobody loves us. Nobody loves us. It's okay. Do F E M T Lo Fi Sense Tape Beat. I love you.
fuck the haters. Fuck them in their shitty assholes. Thank you, Doe Denim. Doe Denim. Doe Denim. Doe Denim. Thank you. Dodo for posting the song location so people could find it in their time of need when all they really need is a little bit of weed. Find my lighter, I'd be a happy rat. Do you know when you're doing something, but there's that one thing itching you in your armpits of your brain, on your on the tippy top of your toes? Your armpits, brains, toes, when that's being tickled by something you can't locate, it'll make you look like a fucking douchebag. In the middle of any situation. Look at him. Look at Naked Rat. Constantly grabbing his thighs, rubbing his legs, looking in his pockets, staring at the floor, scratching his head. He's thinking. He's thinking. He's where? 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 Oh, where? Where's my lighter? Has anybody seen my lighter? I can't find it. Quirkus, find it for me. Find my lighter. Let me smoke that sweet, 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 sweet marijuana. Mary Jane, 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 Jane. Mary Jane, Mary Jane. I just want to smoke that shit. Fuck, shit. Where's my lighter? Fuck. Welcome back to Nick the Rat. Lighter Gremlins, we need a story about a lighter gremlin. A gremlin lighter than air. A floating little gremlin. That'd be fucking scary. Man, the special edition Paps Blue Ribbon is is lit. Six point five percent for like thirteen bucks. I'm I'm toe I'm toe up, toe up on that PBR. So uh, I'm I I actually been decorating the sewer for Halloween already. Like you know what? I usually wait till October, but you know September's halfway over. 
and shit's fucking happening. I'm the, it's Halloween. It's Halloween. We're gonna stretch this shit out. We're gonna Kama Sutra, uh, what is that, what is that called? When when you're having sex, but you can't have sex. Tantric. I'm, I'm gonna tantricize this, this Halloween shit. I'm going to tantricize it. September 1st. Halloween, motherfuckers. Oh, shit. No agenda meetup. Oh, yeah. I saw, I saw about that there. Tunnel rat. Tunnel rat. I got to figure out. What is this? October 3rd? What day is that shit? I saw the message come through. But, uh, you know. I was doing my taxes for next year. It's hard to keep up with social media. Let's see where this event goes here. Tom is closer, man. I'm like three hours from that location. Maybe I could hop in a, in a cab or something. Saturday at four p.m. I'm gonna I'm gonna be sleeping there. Uh, Saturday, October third. What day is this? October third. Saturday, October third. I should try to make it out there. That's two weeks from now. That's two weeks from now. I could probably make it there. I gotta make sure there's a wedding coming up. I don't know if it's October 3rd, but I will let you know after, after tomorrow. Maybe I'll show up to that no agenda meetup. I'll talk to Tom too. If Tom goes and I don't got shit going on, I'll go. All my all my friends don't hang out anymore. They're all scared. Understandably, they're like, "Oh my god, we're all gonna die." They're like, "Ah, fuck, we're already dead." You know, we we what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do, everybody? I don't know. I have no idea. Um. Where are we in the show right now? We have more voicemails. Do we have a... Is the vote... The phone, uh, phone line's open again. I don't know. It was shut down. There's too many calls. 917-719-5923. Wrong number. God damn it, Nick. Oh, fuck. Okay, let's let's turn the phone line off. <clears throat> oh, boy. You know what I could talk about? I could talk about... Fucking printers. I could talk about printers right now. I have so much more shit. I have. Caller? Hello? It sounds, it sounds like your radio is at the perfect level. Ah, oh, thank you. I did the, I did the good thing and I, I have headphones on my, uh, on my cellular. Uh, device. Oh man, I love when chicks put their headphones onto their vibrating device. Like that? It's pretty nice. <laughs> it's pretty nice. Oh, how yeah. how are you? Uh, do you have a scary story for us tonight, or any stories? Um, I got one of those stories that I just—it's uh—I don't know. It's a, it's a pretty personal. Um, oh, it's personal. Uh, yeah, I just I I, I 
I tune in when I can to listen to you, and I, I really appreciate you and, and the good work that you do, and you know everyone else and, doing the work, doing the work. And, yeah, doing <laughs> doing the work. Um, you know, I think uh, everyone that's floating around the the no agenda social or just you know they're all phenomenal people. And you're you're a no agenda no agendite. Uh, I am, I am, and by extension, you know. Uh, uh, your show and um, uh, I've, it's escaping me at the moment. Darren O's show is it the Grumpy Old Bent? No, uh, Grumpy Old Bisexuals. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, I'm down in where the fuck am I? Houston right now. I finally picked up some work, entertainment industry worker, uh, toward Broadway for I don't know fucking six years now and uh, all that got decimated so i was grateful to so you're down to 10 percent. what's that you're down to 10 percent. uh how did you get how'd you get hooked on the no agenda was through adam or john who's your who's your hookup um you know or was it a friend there's just no one i just i stumbled across it one day and uh, I gave it a couple of listens to, and I was like, wow, this is, and uh, the thing I like about it the most is there's plenty of shit that they have to say that I'm like, man, I don't buy that. I don't agree, but yeah, that know, happens it, a lot. There's, never, they, they bullshit yeah, a lot. It never dissuades me. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I really hope that, um, the show me and my friends are doing is something that, uh, can be of quality enough material to join the ranks. Oh, you have a show, show too? Especially. Yeah. What's your, uh, what's your show? Really, we should listen to it right now. Maybe we can pull it up. Uh, it's called uh, Behind the Schemes. S-C-H backwards E-M backwards E-S. <laughs> so you should be able to type in schemes. And I was really happy. Uh, we got... Three people in our, you won't, in our, you, um, I'm sorry, but you might want to change that. I know lead speak is cool and all, but that should, that does not help SEO. I have behind the chair came up when I put behind this this. What the fuck is behind the chair? What the fuck is that? Are you with the um, what platform are you searching? Because the only one I know that reliably works so far, Spotify and Apple Podcast. Oh, behind the scenes um, schemes. <laughs> Schemes. Behind the schemes, uh, S C H. I can't write it in lead yeah. speak because I'm I'm way too drunk for that. So schemes. Behind. Yeah, I wish I was drunk right now. <laughs> um. So yeah, you know, in a nutshell, our show got canceled. What? Uh, closed. I was no no sorry 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 sorry. Let me back up. The show that I was touring with, my actual job. Um, got closed naturally because of the COVID nineteen eighty four. Are you um, a sound guy? No, lighting. Lighting. Lighting's lighting. hard too. Lighting is definitely up there in, in hardness, but I think lighting's a little bit easier than sound. Yeah, we just make everyone look gorgeous. <laughs> okay, okay, it's um, it's not as easy. It's not. It's not. It's 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 a. Uh, it's easier to f- once you know. Light lighting happens naturally for everybody. At the same time, sound happens for different reasons for different people. 
Lighting's uh, universal I, I, and sound is uh, individual. <sighs> I, I never, I never uh, envy those guys for having to tune a room. You know, <laughs> it's just, it's nothing that has <laughs> ever really struck my fancy. Well, I'm sure the lighting's not uh, easy, 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 easy either, easy either. Ah, uh, you know, it, I, this might be a conversation for another time because yeah, there's, there's. Once you have a formula, I'm sure you have a formula. You're like, oh, this room's thirty feet. It's uh, well, uh, walls are gray. The formula is bam. It's super easy. It's it's a uh, style presentation safety. That's all you need. Lighty, lighty, <laughs> safety. Buggy, buggy. <laughs> Um, do you really yeah, wish? So, okay, I, I have a question for you. I know, I know, this is not the the meaning of the show, but do you do you wish safety was not part of that? Wouldn't you rather it be like fucking style and danger? Fucking! <laughs> oh my god, they might well, die from the lighting. That would be pretty awesome. But yeah, you don't want to shine you know, lasers into people's eyes. You don't want to do that. That's you know it's. It's it's all fun and games until someone doesn't walk away. So at the end of the day, like, kind of have to have your your wits about you, and you know, don't do anything super stupid. But you know, if you've been doing it enough and you picked up weird little tips and tricks here and there, and there's something that you feel more safer to do your own preferred way versus like, I, I used to work at Disney on Ice, right? And they would make us the second tour that I did. They would make us bring a ladder out onto the ice to climb up on a truck. Holy shit! I don't know if you've ever, I don't know if you've ever had to climb a ladder on a skating rink. Anything more Not than four feet could go fuck itself. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like you know because the truss is now uh, you know four feet off the ground. It's it's unsafe to just hoist yourself up. Like, give me a fucking break, really, <laughs> fucking really. In my opinion, um, yeah. I don't want to go higher than that. <laughs> yeah. I, I just realized that uh, I've only got 1%. I did not plan this out well. Um, yeah. I really thank you for taking the time to chat with me. If I cut out, that's because my phone died. I actually, um, wait, talking about you cutting out, are you on the road? Are you a trucker? No, I'm actually uh, wrapping holiday Christmas strand lights around trees. Get the fuck out of here. Seven. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It's, uh, I've been climbing trees in some like fake city outside of Houston, like one of those super gentrified. Um, are, are the trees are the for. trees real? Or is it like a fake city, real trees? Or is it fake city, fake trees? Uh, fake city, real trees. Okay. Well, you know, as long as, the, as, long as you're wrapping electrical nooses around... Real trees. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's, it's been good. It's been kind of a shoot from the hip. Like we find out our itinerary the day of. Like I've just found out Monday. Like what time it was actually flying. You know, so is, uh, there's bits about that are somewhat stressful. But is there know, is there a lot uh, of uh, like wild animals? Do you do you have to like fuck squirrels up? Well, I'll tell you this, and the the reason why I got this gig, I used to work at the theme park, Bush Gardens, down in Williamsburg, Virginia, <laughs> and I found out there, I found out there that deer actually hiss, and they hiss like a motherfucker. Ah. I don't know if, I don't know if you've ever heard of deer hiss, but if you're you know running around the uh, closed down theme park at like 
four o'clock in the morning <laughs> and you got a whole herd of deer hissing at you, you're going to shit yourself. I'd rather than hiss than piss at me. A fucking army of pissing deers. But yeah, I, I usually try to stay away from deers. Like, they got, they're, they're giant, stupid animals. Yeah. I don't, yeah, they I'm are. Not a, I'm not a fan of giant, stupid animals. Mm. Uh, I was curious, uh, just because I there hasn't been many people outside of my immediate circle of friends that I've shared the show with. Were, were you able to find it okay? Um, and the only reason I ask is... I like, can't find it at we- all. I... I <laughs> You have elite speak mm. in your title, my friend. You, you're not allowed. You can't do that. Behind the schemes, I get behind the where, names. Where, where are you looking at? I, I'm, I'm drunk off my ass, and you're trying to get me to type in behind the scheme with the with the elite speak three. No, 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 no. <laughs> Just type it. Type it normally. It's just. Behind B E H I N D yeah space yeah T H E space yeah S C H E M E S. I think the I reason know. we had to do that there there was another show called Behind the Schemes. Behind the, the Schemes on Steam, your your video game. Huh? <laughs> there's a vi- <laughs> there's a well, Steam what, Steam on, Valve. I, I see it, I see it over here. Podcast Behind the Schemes with uh, Animaticus. Animaticus. Mm, not them. I'll, uh, you're on, not I'll, 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 shoot you, I'll, I'll shoot you the link on, uh, on No Agenda Social. <laughs> you really, it's, naming uh, is yeah. kind of important. It's important. It's important. Oh, man. <laughs> um, it's okay. Yeah, well, well, okay, okay. It's, I think I think you're just too drunk. I am very drunk. I see behind the schemes uh, on uh, Apple uh, Podcast. It says behind the schemes, a conversation about protecting our planet's precious wildlife from commerce. You see one with the big, you see one with the big blue triangle. That's the one you're looking for. You're looking for a big ass blue triangle with an eye in it. You completely derailed uh, the, the the point of the the uh, the the point of talk. I was going to say that because of the work that I'm doing, I, I my whole fucking recording schedule has been fucked. But the other two hosts like took the show and ran with it last night, and I was so fucking happy that they did that because I was able to like take a step back and listen in, and like I laughed my ass off. <laughs> Wait, who really, stole the show? Really... Somebody stole the behind the scheme show. Hmm? Somebody who no, stole the, what show? Two, the two other hosts that we got. You, how uh, many hosts do you? Okay, they, I, I have a, I have a pet peeve. Once you get more than two, it's there's too many people. Whoa! Unless you have how like a it's like a joke guy, because right now it's you and me talking, and I could say something, you could say something, but once there's like another person talking, it becomes a. Uh, like a like a fucking cyclone and becomes too crazy, too hectic. Uh, America seems to do pretty well. They've they've always got three people for their they, shows. Well, they have Darren and Graham, and uh, Darren's uh, thighs is all you really need. That's like a visual thing. So Graham, well, well okay, actually, well, you know, two Canadians talking. I, I'd hate to say this, this is, but this is true. 
when you have two Canadians talking, it's like one hopped up cocaine filled rodent. You know, you could have, you could have two of them talking, and it takes the place of one 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 rat. They also know each other. They're like in the same room. They're staring at each other naked, and they're talking to somebody. Yeah, that that was been that's been kind of a interesting because we're all remote, um, three different states, three different places. I'm in Minneapolis, not the uh, well. I'm based out of Minneapolis, which I was also there the night that the third precinct was abandoned by the cops. Oh man, that shit was fucking wild. Um, and like I don't know, I don't think in wild in the best of ways, but uh, that's just my own two cents. You know, fucking. Well, yeah, just wild in uh, general. You gotta be, you gotta stay safe. I wouldn't be out there. Fuck, man. When when there's more than, than like five people outside, I'm like duck and cover. Yeah, How- well, I I went out. Uh, you know, I was I was there for like the like the first initial protest, but saw how um, off the rails shit was going, and then uh, I ended up going back the next day and like. The whole fucking Target and the Cub Foods that's right over there, uh, you know, completely fucking ransacked. So I got some footage from inside of there, four inches of standing water from all the sprinklers going off. Oh, shit. Just like 50 gigs worth of footage and photos of burnt out buildings. um, So that was kind of the inspiration to go back out to the third, uh, go back out after they had abandoned it. Cause I was like, well, fuck, I just saw all this crazy shit happen. There's no way that I'm going to miss something like this right now. Um, and it was, it was not, you know, it was not a pleasant experience. I ended up kind of following the path of all the riots for about three days to just the point I couldn't, couldn't take it anymore. I was just, you know, broken hard, you know. How is how is the lighting? That's very orange. <laughs> very, very, what, very orange. What got you into lighting? Was there like a like a mentor? Was there like a uh, did you have like a sensei um, of lighting? Like was like I'm going to teach you the way of light. A, a physics well, teacher or I, I used to do a ton of uh, American Revolutionary War reenacting, and that kind of piqued an interest in doing film school but the program was kind of jacked and the way I had transferred in with my associates like there was no way that I was going to be able to finish their program in two years and you know that that was all the time that I allowed myself so I ended up switching my uh minor which was in theater to my major and just started doing shows because it was fun I like playing <laughs> with the power tools and graduated and I was like oh shit I guess I should find a job and uh, Disney on Ice called out of the blue one day. Um, former student and one of my professors had hit him up asking for people, and I was one of two guys that had not burned bridges totally with him. And um, he was, you know, that's like this is fucking ancient history. But did you have to like go on tour with Disney on Ice? Did you have to like leave your home? Uh, your home? Did they like give you a new house in a different state, or was it like? Uh, if you mean pay for my hotel, like pay partial my hotel room for eight months straight, yes. <laughs> wow, eight months in a hotel. <laughs> How, that's not was, even. That's not even. That's not even the longest one I did. I was on the Bodyguard the musical, the Bodyguard the movie the musical for <laughs> sixteen months. Wait, the Bodyguard is that the movie with Whitney Houston singing for uh, the the 
the the the, the, the fucking Kevin water Costner, guy, Kevin Costner, the water guy. Yeah, yeah. There was a we Disney actually, uh, musical for the bodyguard. Yeah, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, that's yeah, wild. I've done quite a, quite a, quite a few shows. Um, that one was cool. It was um, especially in the southern states. It was more of like a religious experience for the audience and. Um, the president's about to get shot. Hold hands. Well, dude, like when she, uh, Deborah Cox was a star. I don't know if you're familiar. I I wasn't until I joined the show, but you know, she comes out in the star platform, big ostrich feathery dress and starts singing. I will always love you. Um, people are jumping up out of their seats and arms are going up and hands are clasping over the face and there's tears and, um, sometimes if I'm not careful, I'm, I, I can kind of vibe too hard with the audience, if that makes any sense. Oh, no, yeah. And, are you smoking and, weed uh, while you're doing the lighting? What's that? Are you are you smoking drugs while you're working? Um, not tip well. <laughs> I used to not. I used to not. I used to think, I was like, nope. I upgraded. Know, not, something, not something that you need to be mixed in with work. But uh, over the years, with the vape pens and everything, and especially when you get those like one nighter tours where you're just boom, 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 city, doing city, it, doing city it. like yeah, uh, sleeping on a bus, like it's just it's just a party, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, I really do like those bus and truck tours. There's like this you know special level of bravadity that. That kind of comes with it. That's you know, slam that, it in, slam it out. There's like a group of of lighting people, isn't there? There's like a like a clans of of lighters. I'm sure you like know other people that do lighting, and sometimes you like see them in the I street. Think, You're like, I I know that I motherfucker. Technical technical term would be a union, but yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been IOTSI member since. Am I giving out too much personal information? Uh, uh, hold on one second. Let me I check. Mean, Diane, is he giving out too much personal information? Oh, shit. Uh, no, uh, uh, Benny Martin piano with Coldplay, the scientist.
Want to take a ride? From the dark sewer in the filthy American Northeast, it's Nick the Rat Radio with your host, Nick the Rat. Now, here's Nick. Now, welcome back. Man, where's my lighter? Has anybody seen my lighter? It's like a nightmare when you're looking for something you can't find it. I saw some little crackhead outside the other night. He was, he was had a bag. He was spilling it all over the floor. He wouldn't go away. I was trying to smoke some weed, and I was like, I can't. This, this crackhead's out here. He's causing too much attention to be drawn over to here. It's probably under my desk. You got a point. You got a point there, Quercus. <clears throat> I don't see it. It's fine. I'll just eat some more uh, Chips Ahoy cookies. Uh, these printers. One time I was cleaning a printer. Okay. Yeah. I usually don't talk about what I do behind the scenes, but I've been a, a printer fixer for many years of my life. Like I have years of printer hate built up inside of me. I worked with these big-ass body-sized tanning bed printers that would do like fucking huge prints for like corporations and shit and I worked all the way down to the small itty bitty pocket sized printers and guess what they all suck <laughs> they all suck cause they're all expensive and they all suck and they all just fucking work like shit and if you bump into them they stop working they usually have like a plastic shell or they have like really shitty wiring or they have like one way of doing something they all have like one specific little itty bitty fuck you. I'm a piece of shit printer, and if I fuck up in this one little way, this one little one little gear is off. This one little the head is misaligned. Ooh. And then sometimes they have Wi-Fi. Sometimes these these fucking printers have Wi-Fi, and they have shitty fucking shit Wi-Fi on them. They've got like the worst Wi-Fi. Some the best way to hook a printer up usually is to the USB it straight to a computer, and have that computer host it. If the computer has good Wi-Fi, then you're lucky. Is there's so much shit with fucking printers? They all fucking stuck. They. You get like a fucking error error message. You get like, oh, look at the error message on this printer screen. It it says, oh, you got a printer, you got a paper jam. Where's the paper jam? There's like a million places hidden inside of the fucking piece of plastic garbage that's got these little plastic garbage gears that might have a little fucking fiber of of tree inside of the gear, and that's just gonna ruin it all. You're not gonna be able to print anymore. Because of this. Oh. Oh. When, when are e-girls... Ear, <coughs> e-girls. Is e-girls like the hot thing right now? Like, I remember when uh, I- Iago face was cool. That's that's dead. It's the... Uh, it's weird. There's a lot of stuff going on in the world that we only look at a- afterwards. Like there's a Urban Dictionary. It's a great place to go find your information. I think they're called Wooks, Wookies, Wooks, Wookers, Wook. I think they're Wooks. Let me look this up really quick. W o o k s. I'd like to teach people here. 
I haven't heard this before, but you might have heard you heard it now. Wooks. Wookers? No, it's this one's brand new on my radar and I and you know my my radar for the internet is is pretty it's pretty deep. But I never heard this before. W O O K. An especially codependent mooch or someone so intoxicated that they are required the assistance of others to ensure their own survival. A needy individual who prioritizes self-awareness over self-care. A wook. A wooker? A wookie? They're like, they're like, uh, hippies. They're like homeless people that follow you around would be a, a wook. Stay wook. I, I haven't, the, the Urban Dictionary, as uncouth as it is, has the words that the society is using currently. Because I, I've seen Wook, like, oh, here's a Wook. And I was like, what the fuck is a Wook? Like a Wookiee from Star Star Trek? Turns out it's a homeless person that follows you around. Caller, did you ever have a homeless person follow you around? No. You know, uh, today... Uh, I don't know if he was homeless or not. I gave a guy three bucks. Did he follow you for life? No, no. He said, thank you. And I, you know, I mean, he was digging through a trash at a place that I stopped to get coffee at. And I gave him three bucks. Cause you should have gave he, him more money. He wasn't, he, would... asking, he wasn't asking for money. If somebody's sitting there with this thing, I, I'm not as have to give them money as I am a person who's digging through a trash. So I gave him three bucks. You should have threw the money in the trash, like a hundred dollar bill. You should have walked up to the trash no. can, crumpled no, it up, you know what, and threw you know it in. I, you know why I did that? The only reason I did it because he he looked like he was like in his sixties or seventies. Uh, and I was thinking, if it's a young person, it's like you know, there's a lot of jobs out there, but person his age it's like the options are like limited are you trying to say that I, ageism is real probably is <laughs> yeah no it is it definitely is do you know it could get rid of every, ageism every every single industry too i mean it's, oh, in, yeah, it's, it's in the true. industry that you're you're in whatever that is do you know how to get rid of it how zero privacy globalism uh an open wallet with net no. worth above your head if if i if you knew how much that guy digging through the garbage can was worth you you might decide on whether yeah, he does well, need it or not like yeah he's probably got like eight brazilian dollars he could have been now like you also don't no, want to give I it know. to people that are are like in the negatives either like somebody that's like 80k in the hole you're like wow you you kept fucking yourself even past zero. What's what's wrong with you? But maybe if well, there's that's like, like common, that's like common. That's like like petty cash to some people. You know what I'm saying? I mean, to well, eighty k is not whole, too much. I mean, that's like you know, it's it's a lot. But I'm uh, I'm trying to like it's a figure lot, out. But some people, it's like eh, I'm just eighty k in the hole, whatever. If if. If you go down, but like you have to like think of it as a, uh, as like a scale. Once you hit zero, how far down do you go before it becomes uh, like you're like exotic, worrisome? 
Like, before I even me me personally, before I even hit zero, it would be an issue. Oh yeah, me too. That's why I'm like there's the people that are like below zero. If you if you're like uh, if you're like five hundred thousand in the hole, you're you're probably rich. <laughs> probably, no, yeah, you, yeah, most definitely you are. That's uh, yeah, yeah. I mean that's uh, that's pretty much the person that I was talking about. If you said. Like, oh, I'm only 80K in the hole. Like, that's the person. It, exactly. Uh, well, it's, it's 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 a hard line depending on... But if this is all in your face, like, do you want to take rules from somebody that's like... Imagine your boss made had less money than you. Would you still say, oh, okay, boss. I'll listen to you, boss. I don't know. It's it, it would change it would change I mean, a maybe, big. I mean, if it was, it depends on how old the business is. If if, if he's sure. been in business for like fifteen years and he's still doing that, and you're like, hey, wait a minute. And if he wasn't an asshole, imagine if the guy was oh, your yeah. boss. He made less money than you. I mean, he had less money than you. He made more money than you, but had less, <laughs> and he treated you like shit. I'd be like, shut up, asshole. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But how are you going to know that if you're an average Joe on pool? Well, he'll know how much money I make, which is less than him. But he'll see that I have more than him. I don't know. It's it's it's. I haven't worked out all the rules for the uh, perfect Maybe globalist in society. IT and you can find that information. Oh. No, no. I, I, it shouldn't be behind closed doors. Like, yeah, if you work in IT, you could find out everything about anybody if you really wanted to. Yeah. And you wouldn't get caught either. <laughs> yeah. But there's just it's who gives a fuck? It's <laughs> No, I mean yeah. I mean plus you can't let shit like that bother you. I is what you know. No, but it's stuff also like that, like, it is interesting though. No, but like, I I've I've seen people in the position before where they know <laughs> Well yeah. If you work they, IT you can they know get easily. irritated and you're like, uh I wouldn't I wouldn't get that irritated about something that you're not supposed to know about. It should no. be it should be public though. I think all uh No, it, yeah. yeah, it should. In a, know, in, in a global in the perfect globalist society. Yeah. And and that's if if you work in like a big corporation, they try to like make it seem like you shouldn't discuss your salary yeah. with other people inside of that corporation. So that's kind of shitty too cuz yeah, I mean, I don't, if you're doing it to brag, it's one thing. But if you're I, doing it to better yourself, you know. Well, that's why there'll be the uh, social score as well. You'll have the that might. But the social the but social score already, would have to be well, uh, totally public too. That, though I mean, a, a company can pull my bike. FICO? Is it FICO? Yeah, but you don't know who FICO? reviewed you for your FICO score. Like you, if What's you, that? Uh, if you, if you say something about somebody, like if I say I don't like your product, but I'm anonymous, then I, it doesn't count. But say yeah. I say I like your product, and people, and I'm not anonymous, and people like me, and uh, I'm. I'm either well-to-do or not well-to-do, but people still like me, and they're willing to say that they like me with their public account. Then you'll know that I'm a decent opinion, no matter how much money I make or don't have. It's the perfect globalist that's, society. That's fair enough. 
but it's 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 way too it's way too much uh too much for people to handle. People like privacy. Probably, yeah. I mean, that's well. Wouldn't you think that people would start changing the? I mean, they'd be it produce like a fake society almost. It's not if if there's zero uh, zero privacy, it's not fake. It would be too real. It'd be it would be no. But I'm saying like socially, if you think a person's not nice or they're a bad person, yeah, that social score is going to drive. No, but you would have to publicly say, like, if say I didn't like you, I probably wouldn't rate you badly if I knew that you would know that I was the one that rated you badly. Unless you were, like, a real jerk-off. And if you were a real jerk-off, I'd be like, this guy's a fucking, he's a negative two here. And then you would know that I said you were a negative two, but if if you're not really a jerk, I wouldn't even rate you. I'd be like, you know, whatever. Aren't you going to, like, I mean, something like that, I think, would quell, like, almost, like, either narcissistic or psychopathic personalities to the top. Yeah, but they'd be, uh... Almost, like, game the system. I mean, they'd, like, game the system. I mean, like... Even if you game the system, the people that that gamed it for you would be public information. It would be, like... Caller with this number, with this money amount, with these other reviews. Yeah, but how are... how would they know? How would they know if that person's acting like they're a nice person? Oh no, it would it would be it would to... be built into a uh, a like like a fucking ankle bracelet, and you'd have to wear it before you left the house to buy food. It would be very 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 personal and and also very very public. It's, so you, oh, it would record like all your conversations. Yeah, it's like it's it's like a nightmare, the, but also dark. it's a nightmare. If it's as long as the nightmare is secrets. is uh, spread out evenly amongst the entire population, like even our our mayors and governors and presidents would have to be subjugated <laughs> to the zero privacy in society. I think that would work. I see. Oddly, I see like. Duct tape defeating all of this. It probably would. There's there's a lot of flaws in my <laughs> uh, dystopian, beautiful dream world. Yeah, that's I. <laughs> I don't mean to like shoot it down in a oddball way, but I see no. There's, that there's being one of the. There's a lot of issues with it. Yeah, yeah. I'm still working on. I'm still working on it. I think you're getting there, though. Well, you know, I figure if I get in on the globalist side, as long as I kind of like fuck over their system while I'm on their side, that's a win for everybody. That probably would be. That's a really good attitude to have about it. Oh, yeah. I like that. It's like, oh, uh, if you have nothing to hide, then why be scared? Well, okay, well, then that's for everybody equally. Of zero hidings. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's look destruction from within. There would be a lot of it would be mass murder. There would be tons of people getting killed. But it would it would end pretty fast. It would uh level out. After time. That's I mean because you would be able to that even even that report thing, that like bad stuff too. 
like I could be like, oh, this caller, I'm gonna review him as like a negative ten because he Me? touched you. You touched my my pet gorilla in in an inappropriate way. Wait, that was yours? Well, yeah, but you know, I'm just saying. Like if you if you touched my gorilla in his pussy cat, and I thought that was inappropriate, I'd I'd give you a <laughs> negative rating. Now, if more than me give you a negative rating publicly. Like if ten people say you touch their gorillas in their in their pussycat, you're gonna get ostracized ostracized from society real quick. Pretty much, yeah. That's not, it's not popular with the uh, HOA. Yeah, the HOA does not like this, and and currently we sort of have that. We have the uh, cancel culture, but sometimes we don't oh, yeah. know the social score of the people canceling the person that they're canceling because the person that's canceling might have a negative social score as well. It might be like, Oh, well idiot Joe is trying to cancel idiot Jane. They're both idiots. Fuck them both. But you don't know that they might just be like, Oh God, a fight. Oh God. Well, stuff like HOHs lead to stuff like that. Don't you think? I mean, how many H-O- years have those been around? HOH? What is this? You don't know what an HOA is? HOA is hot on the ass? No. Hyst- hysterectomy on air? Well, you know what? I, I don't even know if they'd have anything like that around New York. Hand jobs are, are, are around America? No, the Wandam got it. Hitachis <laughs> on anus? What is an HOA? HOA is a homeowners association. Homeowners association? Are you member? Are you a member so you of that? Get, no, no, not in my subdivision because I made sure when I moved here it wasn't not not a HOA subdivision <sighs> and. Everybody, every all the friends I got around me are in an HOA, and it's such a, uh, it's like a Gestapo almost, you know. Are you part of you any can't have that. You can't have that. You can't have that. You can't have that. And I mean, I understand if I got like blown up cars, like. Oh well, do you know what? My front yard on, you, on jack stands or something. Do you know like what fix this? If you knew who these HOA people were, if you knew what they did, if you knew their social score, if you knew how much money they had, if their privacy was gone, you might respect their authority a little bit more, or discredit them even more. Because right now they're hiding. They're hiding like uh, the Wizard of Oz behind some smoke and mirrors and and they just they just ruin your life and they give you these letters with these notices with with HOA on there and you're like I don't know who you are you asshole and they're like we don't care you don't know who we are we know who you are and I think that it, that happens in a lot of areas it happens in every area in politics and oh, yeah. government and your job in in sexual relate sexual relationships Wait, where does that happen in sexual relationships? Well, you never know. Like, you might have a boner for somebody, and they already have a a rap sheet of boners 
but you don't know their boner sheet, but they know their boner sheet, and then they could they could use that again uh, against you. The pro bono work or anti bono work. Third, huh? You make a hard case, sir. I'm making even hard quesadilla. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Caller, do you ever have sex with a printer? Do I what? Ever have sex with a printer? No, no. Well, we can't talk to you anymore. Because fuck printers. And if you haven't done any of that printer fucking, then I don't want you on the show, man. These printers suck ass. Let's listen to a musical interlude here. We have. Uh, what, what do we have? What do we got here? Stereo Prism with Itoli Bonaire. We'll be back with more Nick the Rat Radio. We have one more story to go. Where's my lighter?
That's a tasty song there. <clears throat> oh man, I, I bought a cantaloupe recently. Slice that motherfucker up. Cantaloupe is great. Honeydew sucks. You'd think honeydew tastes better than cantaloupe by name, but no. Cantaloupe is where it's at. You want that. Ooh, that cantaloupe. It's kind of like when you cut it open too, it's kind of like a pumpkin. It's got that gooey inside. You just want to cut it. You cut the ends off on the top and the bottom. And then you slice it down the middle. You open that mother... And you, and you dig out this, the seeds with a spoon. You kind of just lightly dig into it. Then you slice it into like a couple. And then you chop it into like eight. And you, and you cut the skin off. And you got little chunks of cantaloupe. Yummy goodness. Get yourself a cantaloupe, people. I don't know the last time you had a cantaloupe, but you get a cantaloupe. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me bring it out. I'm sorry. I get excited when I think about cantaloupe sometimes. Kind of reminds me of this next story. This next story. Everything was over. You had nowhere else to go until a unit opened up on the second floor of a duplex. The landlord seemed nice enough, but had a strange cold and clammy feel to the handshake when you agreed to move into the studio above his three-room apartment. The deal was too good for you to pass up. Cheap rent and neighborhood that you needed to be in. He also threw in the electricity for free. But he reminded you that you have to pay for the heat. Free electricity would really help you right now. But after moving in, you found out why. It sounded like the landlord was running a ton of air conditioners 24-7 in his apartment. Other than that, everything was fine. Until one night, in the darkest, coldest part of the winter... Something horrific occurred. The heat in your apartment shut down. You tried to call the gas company, but you kept getting stuck in an endless loop of banter with a bot. While you were trying to insulate the room, you felt an ice-cold breeze coming from below your front door. The landlord's air conditioners were pumping in more cold than Mother Nature could. After months of never seeing or hearing from the landlord, you decided it was time to meet him face to face and see if he would consider turning off his air conditioners in the mid of winter. As you descended the steps, the temperature felt like it was dropping as well. When you finally reached his front door, you noticed ice crystals were forming around the frame. As you knocked to get his attention, the door swung open when your fist made first contact with the door. Hello? Mr. Landlord, you yelled into the darkness of his apartment. No reply, but you did notice a shimmering blue light coming out of the bathroom. Mr. Landlord? As you approach, in the bathroom, the light was coming from a strange glowing orb you've never seen before. It was floating in the bathtub, next to a naked sleeping landlord. The top layer of the tub was frozen water. Was frozen solid, and underneath it, 
was floating the landlord and the orb. What the hell was going on? As your mind started to wander into the depths of the ice-cold hell, Mr. Landlord's eyes opened, his hand shattered through the ice and grabbed your genitalia and rustled your jimmies. The End I feel gross. <laughs> that was not a good feel-good story. That was a pretty fucking gross, nasty story. And yeah, Mystery Man is starting to sound a little bit like Zindu. What's going on there? Did they have a kid together? Who is who recorded that? Who sent that in? Diane, can you check to see what, what email address that, did that come from? Zendu at nickthrott.com. That was Mystery Man? Alright, well... Alright, everybody. Well, you know, all I want to... Okay. We're we're coming towards the end here. The end is, is nigh. Halloween is a special time of year. And it's going to get fucked up this year. But that's fine. Because if you start early, and you kind of... You kind of do a slow jerk... You slowly jerk out the Halloween... And you do it for a long time. If you slow and long jerk Halloween, no matter what or where you're doing it, it's going to be good. All right? Slowly and longly jerk that Halloween out this year. I want you to just start with something scary. Maybe go outside to a cemetery at night. With like a little bottle of liquor, maybe a little nip, little, or you know, you do something, do something, do something weird this year, by yourself in the darkness. It's coming. Halloween is here. All right, uh, I fucking love Halloween. I love uh, scary stories. We're gonna be doing more stories this entire year. Now that we're coming uh, onto whatever. Uh, Embrace the weird. Yes, Quercus. Thank you. Yes. Embrace it. Embrace that shit. Because right now it is weird times. And lots of us are getting fucked. Lots of us are getting lucky. And you have to embrace it on both sides. I don't know. Fuck, man. I miss... I want a nice Halloween party. Every year I have a Halloween party. Shit's not happening this year. But I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna have a Halloween month and a half plus. Fuck it. This is my Halloween party. You are my Halloween party. Just want to say thank you, everybody, for coming and having a great time. And we're gonna keep it spooky, scary, and fun. That's all I could say. All right, let's let's end this on one more uh, song, and we're gonna go out with a bang. And uh, thank you for tuning in, everybody. Uh, we'll see you next week. Uh, wait, wait a second. Printers. They give, before I go, printers, they give shitty fucking error messages. Oh, there's a paper jam in the back. What? In the back what? In the back of, back of the where? Where is this jam? What do you mean in the back? In the back of the what? Where? Oh, open the back door. 
Oh, yo, all right, I barely know you, printer. You want me to go digging around in your back door for this paper jam? Seriously? It's these error messages, they suck. They're like, oh, ink slow. I just put a new ink in. What do you mean, ink slow? That's part of the fucking little chip on there. You never know if the chip that you put on the new one is going to be good. You got to rip the, you got to do, like, do some hacking, fucking hacker man programming to get your printer to work with some decently priced ink. It's bullshit. Then there's like hidden fucking messages. If you want to like update your firmware or if you want to reset the toner or if you want to reset a fucking menu that was built into your fucking printer, you have to you have to look for like a game genie. You have to do some digging for some deep down down fucking video game codes up up down down left right left right reset turn my printer off hold it down for 5 seconds select start and then maybe your printer might fucking work for you again. But you have to find this cheat code to fucking make it work. It's fucking bullshit. Hidden printer menus. And then you have to do the alignment, like when you're printing and the alignment, you have to put the fucking stupid shit down perfectly. The paper has to go in and you have to go print on the paper the right size. It's so fucking annoying. And then finally, obsolete equipment. Sometimes a printer will they'll say, you're like, oh, yeah, you get our Canon special edition Hello Kitty printer. <clears throat> you buy that shit and nothing else fucking works for it ever again and I got this big old $500 Hello Kitty printer and they don't make the ink for it no more because fuck me right it's it's the obsolescence it's planned obsolescence obsolescence who the fuck knows how to say that word it's bullshit printer companies are fucking evil they're almost as bad as pedophiles and rapists but they're not, you know, pedophiles and rapists are worse. Uh, pedophile rapists are probably the worst. Then pedophiles and then rapists. Uh, I don't know. That, 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 fuck all those people. But fuck printers too. Fuck printers. Suck a dick printers. If you, if you, if, I'll see you guys next week. <sighs> Kid Dirty and Young Queasy with Brains. Happy Halloween. Let's. Have a happy, happy, happy Halloween. I'm the shit you father, bro. Changing the game, and I ain't talking about an audible. Those are not for edible. My flow is incredible. I'm the top pride, and you just the nigga she settled for. I'm hot like the kettle flow. On a block like corner so 
Playing with the thunder, but I'm sparking lightning like Thor. God damn, I'm the shit like X Lax. I fucked the girl in your jeans, you can't text back. God damn, I'm fresh mint like a tic tac. Big block of click, black blue nigga, get back. Roberta Sparrow say to you? She said that every living creature on earth dies alone. How did that make you feel? It reminded me of my dog Callie. She died when I was eight and she crawled underneath the, the porch. To die. To be alone. Do you feel alone right now? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I'd like to believe I'm not, but I just... I've just never seen any proof, so I... I just don't debate it anymore, you know? It's like I could spend my whole life debating it over and over again, weighing the pros and cons, and in the end, I still wouldn't have any proof, so I just, I just don't debate it anymore. <laughs> it's absurd. The search for God is absurd? It is if everyone dies alone. Does that scare you? I don't want to be alone. Don't kill animals! Rats! 